Welcome to Be Real. This is a podcast that's for people who are tired of hearing all the garbage out there, tired of the Instagram posts about people being fake. It's time to get real with yourself and stop feeling like an imposter. I'm your host, Vikram Deol, and today that's exactly what we're going to do. So stay tuned, subscribe, leave a comment, and share with your friends. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing today? So, I got a question. What's the difference between good leads and bad leads? Ponder that one for a second. What is the difference between a good lead and a bad lead? A lot of people say, I need better leads. The leads aren't good enough. He got the good leads. She got the good leads. I got the cruddy leads. I got the leads of the people that don't buy. I got the leads of the people that are old. These leads, we've had them for months. We've had these leads for years. These people aren't buying. They're not good leads. I want the new leads. I want the fresh leads. I want the the better leads. Well, the difference between a good lead and a bad lead is you. Is you. All right? That's the difference between a good lead and a bad lead. When I had my real estate business, we bought Zillow leads and Trulia leads and Realtor.com leads and internet leads all the time. My closing rate was much higher than my team members' closing rate. Why? Because I had skin in the game. I know that those leads were costing me $25,000, $30,000 a month. So when I got a lead, I said, hey, this one lead can pay for my whole months of marketing if I treat it properly, if I cultivate it. So you get the top of the funnel, right? The top of the funnel is where the lead comes in and they're brand new, they're fresh, they're excited. Maybe they're looking for information. They're not ready to purchase just yet today, but they're excited. They saw your website. They saw your advertisement and they said, I like these people. These are my type of people. I'm going to put my real name and my real phone number and my real email address in there and I'm going to possibly answer one or two questions about my problems that I'm having or my issues or, or my goals. And they give you their information. The most prized thing that somebody can give you is their information and they give it to you freely. And then you make one call. Five hours, 10 hours, 15 hours, 20 hours, 30 hours later and they don't buy. The first time you call them. They don't pick up the phone. The first time you call them, two days later, three days later, four days later. They don't respond to your text message because you sent it 10 days after they gave you their first initial excitement. And you say, this is a bad lead. I called them and I texted them and I left them a voicemail and this son of a gun didn't call me. The disrespect of this person. But maybe it took you five days to call this person. Five freaking days to call this person who gave you their most coveted personal information. They might have answered a vulnerable question that was in the advertisement. Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to get stronger? Do you want to not be the same unhealthy person you were in 2019 and 2020? And they answered this question, yes. And then nobody calls them for five or 10 days. Or maybe you called them and you called them a few hours afterwards and they were busy at work. 
or their kid got sick and they couldn't pick up the phone and you sent them a text message and they were sick and they didn't pick up the phone or they were out of town. Maybe they're on vacation and they were thinking about all the people that are doing all the things that they want to do and they saw your ad and they said, man, I want that. But I'm not going to pick up my call when I'm in Mexico. I'm, I don't know who this number is. So I'll call. If it's important, they'll call me back. And you call them once, maybe twice. And then you never talk to them again. And you say, this is a bad lead. These people don't buy. And then somebody like me gets that same lead. But I don't know that that lead is six months old. Maybe, maybe somebody came to me and said, hey, Vic, here's some fresh new leads. Call them. I said, oh, wow, this is exciting. Yes, yes, thank you so much for the opportunity to call these real people with real issues that I can solve because they raised their hand and said, I want your help. And I get that brand new fresh lead and I call it immediately. And they don't pick up and I send them a text message. I send them a text message and how excited I am to talk to them. And my voice message is, is truly excited because I am excited that I get to help people out. Every product I've ever sold in my entire life, I've been excited about. And the products that I wasn't excited about, I didn't do. I didn't do well at them because I wasn't excited about the product. I wasn't excited about the service. I wasn't excited about the company or the process. And so even though I may love the product, I didn't like the process of selling it. And so I decided that this isn't the right fit for me and I moved on to something that was the right fit. Because if you're not excited, they're gonna sense that. They're gonna feel the lack of energy. I hope right now you can tell that I'm pretty passionate about this topic. I don't know how many thousands of dollars I've spent on leads in my life, but I can tell you it's over, it's over $500,000. I know for a fact it's over $500,000. This year alone, it's probably upwards of $50,000. So I understand that these are real valuable things, right? 50 grand is a nice car. 50 grand is a gold Rolex that I, I, I will buy in the next two to three years. 50 grand is a down payment on a rental property, right? 50 grand is the start of a new potential business. 50 grand is not chump change, but multiply that and you start to see the, the bigger picture. So I get that lead and I call them, I text them, I leave them a voicemail and I'm excited. I'm excited for all the possibilities. And I call them again that night. I call them in the morning, I call them in the afternoon, I email them, I text them. Because I genuinely want to talk to these people. These are real people, right? These are real people. These are your grandmas, these are your moms, these are your sisters, these are your brothers, these are your uncles, these are your aunts. Right? These are real people that have real problems and you have a real solution. So I call them. I tell them how excited I am to talk to them. But I don't just call them and say, hey, I saw that you guys, uh, I got your lead from my manager and I'm so excited because you know I'm gonna make a bunch of money off of you and, and I blah, blah, blah. No, I call them with a script. I call them knowing what to say. Hey, this is Vikram, I'm with the Dior Group, powered by XYZ. I got your inquiry off of Zillow and you're looking at 123 Banana Street. 
I see that that's a three bedroom, two bathroom house. Are these the types of homes that you're interested in? I'm driving right now, ladies and gentlemen, so I don't have that in front of me, but that's pretty much what I would say for my real estate, right? If you don't know what to say, you have diarrhea of the mouth, and then those people aren't going to work with you because would you work with somebody who didn't know what the F they were saying? Of course you fucking wouldn't. Why would you? Why would you work with somebody who sounded like a bumbling fucking idiot? You wouldn't. You wouldn't give all of your life savings to somebody who didn't know the own products that they were selling at the financial company that you're trying to work with. If you do, you're a fucking idiot. Well, I wouldn't. Why would you? I make these people work for my money. The same way I work for my money, I make people who want my money work. Call me 10 times, asshole. Let me see how dedicated you are because when shit hits the fan, are you gonna be the guy that gets up and quits? Are you gonna be the guy that sticks around for the long haul? Most people are gonna get up and quit when shit gets hard. That's cool. You go earn some dumb schmucks money, not mine. Not mine. Do you know what you're saying when you call people? If you don't, that's, that's okay. We can work on a script. We can memorize a couple of lines. We can get the opening down. You don't have to know the whole script right away, but you gotta know how to open at least, and you, know, you gotta know how to close, right? These are real people. Think about your mom if you're younger. Think about your grandma. Think about your aunts, your uncles. Would you want somebody that was your quality to work with them? Would you want them to work with somebody who had your skill level? Be honest. And if your skills aren't up to par, that's okay. Let's fix them. Let's change them. Let's work on our scripts. Let's work on our skills. Let's see what we need to do to help these people. Maybe we need more product knowledge. Maybe we have too much product knowledge and we just don't know how to convey that to the general public. Maybe you're an expert in your field, but you want to spew everything out to somebody on the phone and by the time they, you get done talking, they got so many facts and figures that they're like bombarded. They're like, um, okay, thanks. I, I, I don't know what to do. And they never, you never get the opportunity to sit down with them, right? So there's so many things we can fine tune. Sometimes it's a two millimeter shift. Sometimes you got to just create a whole new swing. That's all right. That's okay. But if you don't want, or if you're not trying, you're, you're never going to have success. Like not the success that you deserve, not the success that you want, not the six or seven figure success that you know that deep down you're capable of doing. (coughs) So now we got the person on the phone and you got the script and you got the, you've got the most important two things, right? You know what to say. You've got them on the phone. You're excited. You're pumped up. You know that there's an opportunity in front of you to work with these people. You know you got the most amazing product in the world and you're excited about it. And that's why you work with this company because they got the most dynamic, amazing properties or services that that you could find. So you're super pumped up. And then what? Then what do you do? What's the next step, guys? What's the next step? Are you trying to sell on the phone? Some industries, yes, you might have to sell on the phone. In this new digital age of of the world that we live in, if you're a service company, you might need to sell on the phone. We need to decide, are you a one-call sale or a two-call sale or a three-call sale, right? If you're going for something in the $50 range, $100 range, it might be a one-call sale. 
hey, I saw that you were interested in my widget. It's 50 bucks. It's on sale for $19.99. You want to go in and buy two of them? Sure, we got a special, blah, blah, blah. Great, absolutely. But if you're trying to sell something that's a high ticket or that's got a membership, right? I'm in the membership business right now. It's a long play, right? We don't make money off of somebody sticking with us for a month or two. We make money when people are with us for 18 months, right? That's where, that's where the lifetime value of your, of your member or your customer or your client comes into play. And so if they're a big ticket sale, you need to get in front of them. <clears throat> now, getting in front of them might be a Zoom call. You might have your first call, which is your introductory call followed by a Zoom call, right? Or you might have to sit down with them face-to-face if you're in the same city. But don't sell on the phone, right? Your first call typically is going to be a kind of a feel-out call. This, or it's an appointment-setting call. The second call right? The second time you meet them is face-to-face, Zoom, in person, whatever you're doing, whatever your business calls for, right? I I do coaching and that's a Zoom call. So the first time we talk is on Zoom. It's a short 5, 10, 15-minute call. The second time we talk, we're talking about real money, right? I'm asking people to make a commitment of thousands of dollars. They, They have to be ready to commit for thousands of dollars. It's not free coaching, right? So that's something that you want to have a little bit more time with, a little bit more clarity with. You want to be in a place where you're comfortable, a place where you're not being disturbed, right? So you should also get your environment ready for calling, right? Prospecting is a huge waste of time for a lot of people because they don't do it the right way, right? They don't set themselves up for success. So let me let, grab, grab your, if you haven't been taking notes, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but uh, unless you're driving, if you're driving, then you know, save this save this podcast and come back to it. But let's set yourself up for success, right? Make sure your environment is ready for success. So what I teach all my new sales reps is when you prospect, that's the time you're going to go into an office. You're going to go into the back room. You're going to put a sticker on the wall that says prospecting. You're going to put a sticker on the wall that says recording if you're in a public office where you know people might not like the term prospecting. And you're going to go there. You're going to have your headset. You're going to have your water. You're going to have some snacks. Oh, I forgot my snacks at home. Bummer. You're going to have your snacks, right? You're going to have all of the things you need in order to be successful. You're going to go to the bathroom. You're going to turn your ringer off. You're going to put your phone on do not disturb. And you're going to start dialing for dollars. You're going to have your computer open, but you're going to have your email all closed. You're going to have your notifications all turned off. You're going to have your Apple Watch turned off. Everything that can be a distraction, you're going to turn it off. You're going to close Facebook. You're going to close Instagram, right? Twitter, TikTok. I don't know, whatever the fuck it's called anymore. MySpace. I don't know. Whatever it is, you're going to close all of those notifications down. You're going to have your list of people ready to call, right? You might be doing follow-up calls of people that you've talked with. You might be doing follow-up calls of people you've met with. You might be doing brand new first-time calls of people who you're going to meet for the, you're calling to try to get a hold of them for the first time. Have your list ready and block out 45 to 60 minutes. And a good 45 to 60 minute session, depending on the length of your call, if your calls are on average five minutes, you should do somewhere between 30 to 50 calls. There's a little bit of data entry involved along the way. Let's say these are brand new leads and you got to enter them into your CRM while you're 
why you're calling these people and there's a little bit more data entry involved, you, you might only do 30. If you call it a really good hour and you talk to a bunch of people, you might only get five calls in because you have five great conversations. But set yourself up with your environment. Have all your distractions away. Have, if you have a little, you know, I have a little spinner that I use to keep me occupied while the phone's ringing. I know the next person I'm gonna call. Um, sometimes I'll use a dialer and it'll call three people at one time and the first person who picks up is who I talk to, right? There's services out there that do all these things. But have your stuff ready to rock and roll. It's gonna save you a ton of time and it's gonna keep your brain from going into distraction mode. Don't get up. <clears throat> don't get up. The doorbell rings, don't get up. Phone rings, don't answer it. Let somebody else do that. Tell people, hey, I'm working to make money. This is my money-making time. Right? This is the time where I make money. Just like when you go to the gym, you should do it first thing in the morning. Prospecting should be done first thing in the morning. So no matter what comes on your plate in the afternoon, you've already got your prospecting done. Okay, Super important. Write that down. Do it first thing so you get it out of the way. Just like you go to the gym, you take care of yourself first. If you haven't heard this before, you've never flown on a plane, but if you've ever flown on a plane, and there's an emergency, they always say in an emergency situation, put the mask on yourself before you put the oxygen mask on your neighbor. Same thing, prospecting is taking care of your money, right? It's taking care of your finances, it's taking care of your kids, your family, your wife, your husband, your dog, your fish, your parents. It's your time. It's coveted time. Don't fuck with it. Let it be the most important time that you have. Okay, I'm not kidding. This is super crucial. The first thing that I teach anybody that wants to work with me in a coaching seminar is that you have to become a prospecting nutcase. You have to be a fanatic when it comes to prospecting. And you can't let people get in the way of your prospecting. They don't want to prospect them. That's okay. Fuck them. That's okay. You will outsell everybody if you prospect. If you make 30 to 40 calls a day, you will make more money and have more success than most people in this world because most people will make five to 10 and they'll say, I did a lot of work today. You didn't even scrape the surface. You didn't do shit. If you don't do 50 calls a day, you really haven't done shit. And ideally, you want to try to get to a point where you're making 100 dials a day consistently. And you make 100 dials a day, you're going to get a hold of people. You're going to talk to people. You're going to increase your skills improve your skills, you're gonna improve your ability to, to banter with people, you're gonna learn how to talk and read people over the phone, and it's gonna become fun because it's a dialing, it's a game, right? It's a game. You're gonna learn how many dials it takes to make a sale. So you're gonna realize, okay, every 20 dials I make is a sale. Cool. And then you're gonna get better, you're gonna realize it's, oh my God, I'm, I'm down to 15 dials now. Then you might get down to 14 or 12 or 10, you know, depending on your industry, depending on where the leads come from, you know, you, you're going to see what you're at, but it might be 50 when you first start. You might have to make 50 dials a day to make a sale. And that's okay. And then you get it down to 25. So now the same time you're getting two people to buy from you versus one because you've increased your, your skill set. So prospecting is huge if you do it well and you can make a ton of money off of it. You can help a ton of people doing it. Right, because all those people that raise their hand, they need you, they want you, they want you to be persistent, they want you to hold them accountable, they want you to be somewhat of a, a pest. 
because they're going to realize that you care about them. And if you love what you do, which you should, and you're great at it, you're not just good, you're great, you stand about, you stand out, you stand above the rest, then you should want people to work with you and nobody else. I wouldn't want my grandma to buy a house with most people out on the marketplace. I think most realtors are fucking idiots. I do, because they don't put any effort in. They think they're going to show up, get their license, and make a bunch of money, and they don't want to put any work in, and then they wonder why they don't succeed two or three years down the road, and they have to get a real job and work at McDonald's and flip burgers for people because they didn't put any effort in. They wonder why the guy in the corner office is driving a Range Rover, and they're driving a Hyundai. Why? They didn't put the work in. Right? They didn't put the work in. So if you're willing to put the work in, the success will come to you. So prospect, prospect, prospect. Do it early in the day, get it out of the way. Right? Early in the day, get it out of the way. Because I don't like to prospect just like I don't like to go to the gym. I hate both of those things. I dislike them. I never like going to the gym. I don't know what to do in the gym. I'm not one of these big meatheads that knows what to do. I don't think it's my hangout. It's not my hobby time. I go to the gym because it's good for me. It's mentally good for me, right? A lot of different reasons why you go to the gym, but I don't do it because I enjoy it. I just don't. Never have. And I don't enjoy prospecting. Never have. If I could outsource all of it all day long, I would. Problem is, is I'm better than most people at it, and so therefore I do it because I know that if I do it, I'm going to make more money. So why don't you become the person that becomes an expert at it so that people call you. They want to give you the good leads. They want to give you the brand new leads that come in, not the, not the stuff that's six months old that's been possibly called two or three times. Maybe it's never been called, but the people sometimes forget about who you are, why they clicked on you, why they gave you their information. So I hope you guys find this massively valuable. Um, this is one of the most important things you can do in any business. I don't care what business you're in. If you're a lawyer, if you're a CPA, if you work in a, you know, whatever you work in, prospecting is going to be the way that you increase your business, your value to the company, your bottom line to yourself, um, and it's going to allow you to write your own paychecks in the future. All right, y'all. Take care. Have an amazing, amazing day, and uh, we'll chat later. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Be Real. It's truly a pleasure to serve. I encourage you to like this, comment on this, share this with a friend or a loved one, because every day that we do that, we're just keeping it real. As always, be real, everybody.